0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we barrel down the last hundred pages of The Wise Man's fear every day for the next hundred days or so. This is page 901. Young Master Quoth he beamed, grabbing my hand to shake it. It's good to have you back, lord and lady, but I've been worried about you. His enthusiasm wrung a tired smile from me. It's good to be back, Stapes. Have I missed much? Much, he laughed. The wedding, for one. Wedding, I asked, but I knew the answer as soon as I said it. The mayor's wedding? Stapes nodded excitedly. Oh, it was a grand thing. It's a shame you had to be gone for it, considering. He gave a knowing look, but didn't say anything else. Stapes was always very discreet. Didn't waste much time, did they? It's been two months since the betrothal, Stapes said with a hint of reproach. Not a bit less than proper. I saw him relax a bit, and he gave me a wink, which isn't to say they weren't both a bit eager. I chuckled as runner-boys came through the open door with buckets of steaming water. The splashing as they began to fill the bath was like sweet music. The manservant watched them leave, then leaned close and said in a quieter voice, You'll be glad to hear our other unresolved matter has been tended to properly. I looked at him blankly, searching through my memory for what he might be referring to. So much had happened since I'd left. Stapes saw my expression. codicus he said, his mouth twisting bitterly around the name. Daggin brought him back only two days after you left. He'd gone to ground not ten miles from the city. So close, I asked, surprised. Stapes nodded grimly. He was tucked away in a farmhouse like a badger in a burrow. He killed four of the mayor's personal guard and cost Daggin an eye. In the end, they only caught him by setting fire to the place. And what happened then, I asked. Not a trial, certainly. The matter was tended to, Stapes repeated, properly. He said the last with a great weight of grim finality. His normally kind eyes were narrow with hate. In that moment, the round-faced little man looked very little like a grocer at all. I remembered Alvarin calmly saying, take off his thumbs. Given what I knew of Alvarin's swift and decisive anger, I doubted anyone would ever see Coticus again. Did the mayor manage to uncover why? Even though I spoke softly, I left the rest unsaid knowing Stapes would not approve of my mentioning the poisoning openly. That's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. Question. Yeah.
1: Uh, how are the thumbs removed? Are they... It's. What, what is the sentence with the removal of thumbs?
0: Take off his thumbs?
1: Oh, in my book it is cut off his thumbs.
0: Oh. Mine still says take off.
1: So your book says so. Jeremy and Nick, both of your books say takeoff.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: But my book, which is the newest of the books, says cut off.
0: Mm-hmm. I, as I recall, he actually does say cut off his thumbs in the moment. Like oh. if, if maybe if, that's
1: why they correct it in this one.
0: Yeah, yeah it's if it's memetic here, if it's actually meant to be a, re- a repetition of what he says in the moment, I think he does say cut off his thumbs
1: there when he's go. making the order. Wow! Imagine being the like proofreader who who caught that that is so freaking specific
2: that's that's why they pay congratulations uh, to to that human
1: being because wow
0: it's the kind of thing that I could see really bothering someone if somebody, you know, really wanted—I I, I, not really me. wanted to be bothered. <laughs> yeah, not me, but I could see somebody being like, "Hang on." He's quoting him here, but you flipping back, flipping back, flipping back. He didn't say take off his thumbs. Yeah, so it's almost as that.
2: bad as as Scratchy's rib cage producing two distinct tones and being struck on the same bone with his uh, with a mallet. Yeah, I really hope wow. someone got fired for that blunder. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think that the matter of Coticus is meant to sound a little hinky to us. Certainly Quoth is surprised that he goes to ground not 10 miles from the city. Uh, I don't know enough about, like, OPSEC, uh, and when you burn your cover to know if it's, like, maybe it's good to stay close. Maybe they're not expecting you to stay close, but Yeah, what does it
1: mean to be going to ground?
0: Like hiding. hiding. Going into hiding. Continue. Yeah. Uh, So I think it's meant to be hinky, right? I think the the fact that it's glossed over off screen, the fact that Dagon had to set fire to a farmhouse, the fact that four soldiers died, I think this is the story. And I think it's also perhaps relevant that in a story about how stories don't tell the whole story, uh, we are being told a story about something very, very, presumably very important and very dramatic that just happens off screen. That is something that was the subject of whole arc of the book, it's just waved away and settled, uh, tended to properly, as Stape says twice, just off screen. No, I don't buy it. There's something hinky about this whole thing, don't you think?
1: Also, I love that Dagon loses an eye, which means he's going to be walking around with an eye patch now, and I can imagine that in my brain.
0: Or a huge scar.
1: Both, maybe. Like his face
0: is all mangled. Anyway, definitely a sinister character, even more so now, you know. I definitely I imagine... Personally- Codicus like shooting fire, having a wizard's duel, but also maybe not like we, you know, that, that's another piece of some the, the piece of a detail that makes me wonder, like we, we know Coticus knew enough like chemistry to make this poison. And he is an, al- a, a, a sympathist, right. He has an actual gram. So he actually is, uh is trained at the Arcanum, but right. does he know enough to actually like, do, I guess he, bo- he booby-trapped the tower, supposedly, right?
2: I, I just want to make it clear to the listeners that I really do think this is just Rothfuss wrapping up a dangling pro- plot thread in an expedient way, and we don't need to think about it anymore. I think the purpose that it serves in the story is to remind us that the mayor's justice can be quite violent and and cruel, and that he's not necessarily Kvoth's benefactor.
0: You know what, Jeremy? I might... Uh, agree with you except for the very last line on this page did the mayor manage to uncover why explicitly stated by Quoth and not addressed by Stapes the fact is that's a question that we also have uh, as readers and the fact that it is pointedly raised and then not answered means that there's more to it
1: also to Jeremy's point I say boo
0: (laughs) wow wow no fun
1: Jeremy fun ruiner
2: yeah, that was, that was my name in Viking times. That was my epithet. What was my
1: epithet? I think it was Jordana hides from stuff.
2: Jordana fence sitter, obviously. Ah,
1: yeah, da, right, duh. Yeah.
2: Jordana splinter bottom. <laughs> no! <laughs>
1: it could be a metal fence. You Jordana guys love to tell me about how it's a metal fence. Yes. Anyway.
2: Cloth is also like, he is getting like back into the swing of how things work at the mayor's court in a way that I find funny. Like he had no problem. As soon as he arrived, ordering servants around, he like sends a ring to Stapes, which also serves to remind us of these customs in case we've forgotten because it's been like 200 pages. But it is interesting to me how easily Quoth slips back into, ah, yes, I am now at the court. And we'll see to what degree he remembers what he's supposed to be like here and to what degree his experiences have changed his attitudes in ways that other characters comment on Hmm. which like that feels verisimilitudinous to me too because you know if you spend many months away from a social environment it is going to take you a little while to reintegrate yourself into it and remember all the little things that go along with it
0: and you're okay, going to be a different person. Maybe maybe I'll I'll add that to the pile because uh well it's there it, it will be a subject of much discussion on tomorrow's page or tomorrow's page and probably the page after I really think that the decision he makes here is a little bit baffling but maybe that also serves to remind us about what kind of person the mayor is
1: reasonable we will save it for tomorrow
0: I guess so uh let's see we got about we done about nine minutes you want to do some bits
1: okay this no. is Jeremy's back. He can uh, take oh. his post as Bitmaker?
2: Yeah, you know what? I, I have a bone to pick with the two of you. Oh, no. Uh, because on <laughs> several of the episodes where I was away, you discussed... Horse apples. And I'm sorry, there may well be an actual kind of apple called the horse apple, but the only time I've ever heard that term is to refer to horse shit. That's so, what I said. That's what yeah, I said. I said yeah, that. yeah, Nick is correct. They mean it means horse shit. The actual meaning of a literal apple called the horse apple is secondary at best. And that means that you've been implying that I've been feeding horse shit pie to Jeff. So shame
1: <laughs> on the both of you.
0: Shame I mean, on the both of you. I, I don't know about Jordana, but that that was my intent.
1: Have you recently been lying to Jeff?
0: <laughs> no, no. J- Jordana, he's literally been shoveling uh, uh, refuse into your husband's open maw.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm pretty confident that that hasn't been happening. Honestly, have you smelled his breath recently? I don't think Jeremy's seen Jeff in a while. That's what you like, think. Not since like your housewarming. <laughs> so I think we're safe.
2: You think that. You continue to think that, Janina. And all of you listeners, you continue to think that too on tomorrow's page.
1: Of uh, the Wing. wing. wing.